and welcome to The Daniel Dome with me, Essil Sears. And me, Gareth Gwynn. This is the podcast for those born between 1977 and 1985, or to put it another way, those who remember the 1997 BBC One crime drama, Crime Traveller. Oh, no. Do you not remember that? When did it come out? 1997. I've just pulled up the Wikipedia page in front of me right now. Who was in it? Uh, Michael French. Right. And Chloe Annette, who was the second Christine Kachansky from Red Dwarf. And she'd done Red Dwarf and they went, oh, you can be in other stuff. And it was, (laughs) if I remember, and I haven't watched this since it went out, it was about a woman who had a flat that travelled through time. And it was almost like the BBC going, are you really ready to bring back Doctor Who? <laughs> Crime Traveller? I, I, why don't I, do I not remember that? Was, was there sex stuff in there? Because that's usually why I was never no, allowed to okay. No, this would be before <laughs> Casualty after Noel's house party. Oh. I'm wondering if maybe there was something on on ITV that I would have... Oh, this would have been up against Gladiators. Oh, it yeah, I would have been watching that. Date. Sorry, Gareth. It would have been up against You Bet. <laughs> It would have been up against all the hits. Oh, do you know, I'm just looking at some stills from it, and it is a rip-off of Doctor Who. Oh, it's, it's very, very Doctor <laughs> Who. They clearly went, how many things do we need to change for it not to be Doctor Who? Yeah. The only thing they've really changed is that the woman looks quite um, flouncy, which at the time was the Doctor's job. She was, I, from what I remember, she was very much the go-getter. She, yeah. She was the one who slammed the door in a dramatic way. Wow. But, but still looks shit. Um. <laughs> Um, this week's episode. Oh, this is exciting. It's a live episode. I'm so happy that we're finally releasing this for people to yeah. hear. Um, this was our live record at um, 2022's Machantleth Comedy Festival with Sunil Patel. Yeah, one thing I do want to throw in before we start this episode is that... Um, so, this series, we've got a new editor working with us, Laura, who's fantastic. And after I listened to the edit, I felt very guilty because there's quite a graphic description of the killing of a pig in this episode. <laughs> and as I listened back, I was like, ah, oh, Laura's vegan, and this feels mean. So, I mean, but you knew your audience. We were in a comedy festival in West Wales. Give the people what they want. <laughs> um, so, all I'm saying is, if you're affected by that, then... You'll know it's coming. Just mm. just skip ahead. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, please enjoy An Idiot Guide to Cryptocurrency and 1981's Sunil Patel. Oh, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Pleasure. Hi. I thought you were talking to them. Well, <laughs> I you were talking to the audience. Also, yes. <laughs> Pleasure. Thank you for having me. Brought back a lot of memories, that. Oh, good. Anything in particular? That's... Um, I went to the Millennium Dome. Did you? Did you? <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> you've got to remember. You've got to remember. I, I, don't know, for us, it was a very long way away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, well, my, my dad was an engineer and he worked on it. So he, he was part of the engineering team. Can you really? tell how little research we've done? <laughs> <laughs> on our you guest. wouldn't have found it. I, it, it was like, you it wouldn't was, have found out what? You took you, it off his CV? <laughs> It was like, it, you'd go to it and it was it was fucking bonkers. Like, there was absolutely no need for any of all any of that. But because my dad had worked on it, I had to trot around going, "This is this is great." So, which bit of it was your dad? I, oh, the, well, the structure basically 
making it stand up. Who's a structural oh, that's engineer. a whole thing. Well, one of the many people that worked <gasps> on it. So they all got a free ticket with their family. But that's wow. one of the bit. Like people, people went. Yeah, I mean the inside. Yeah. But the outside, yeah, the actual, it's still yeah. there. It's still it's there. Still Do you know what really pisses me off about the dome? What's your word? Go on. You can feed this back if you like. Um, <laughs> it's never too late to make changes. Uh, no, it's not the structure itself. It's more the fact that young people now think it's cool because of the O2. Because the O2 has made it oh, into a cool... Oh, it's got stuff in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah whereas yeah, yeah. we had... We had that. I've completely <laughs> forgotten about... What the fuck was that? All the conversations about what to put in and they came up with that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know... Yeah. That's what happens. It's like it's yeah. It's basically fun by committee, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or Peter Mandelson's weird dream that he <laughs> once had. <laughs> yeah. So when you went around as a kid, what what are your memories of the dome? Uh, I, I I honestly hadn't even thought about it until it came up. I can't remember. It just just <laughs> wandering around. You in just a locked it. I blocked it. This <laughs> <laughs> feels like an ambush now. To be honest, <laughs> I've seen a lot. You know. Um, <laughs> I, the faith zone you mentioned, I, I can't even remember what was in there. You know, it was so boring, and it was so pointless. It was just like, yeah, it wasn't like a museum. Where it, it sounds like chapel. <laughs> <laughs> boring and pointless, that's it, yeah. Um, well, uh, you are now a, a guest in the Zenial Dome. How do you feel about... Uh, well, did you know that you were a Zenial? Had you heard the term before you got the email? I... Googled it immediately after getting the email. After uh, you said yes. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I always thought, I've always caught, told people I'm a millennial by three weeks. So I was born in 1981 and I thought that was the cutoff point. Yeah. yeah. Is it? It is. It yeah, is, yeah. So just about millennial. Yeah, so, so I'm, I'm 1981 as well. Oh, right, okay. So yeah, and I, I've never felt like I've properly belonged with yeah. millennials. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I've wanted to dis- distance myself quite a bit from... <laughs> when does it go up to, millennials? When were they... So okay. millennials are 81 to 96. 96. I've got nothing with them. No. Nothing in common with them. So they created this little bubble of people yeah. who are the old millennials. Oh. Yeah, the old yeah. millennials yeah, yeah, yeah. and the young That's us. gen... Growing gen up without computers, but using them as their adults. Yeah. 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 And you're, are you happy to be in that gang? I, I'm, I'm very happy to have had a life, a childhood without in the internet. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I thought it was great. I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't. Wouldn't have wanted to be a child with a phone mm. <laughs> and all the things you can do on a phone. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I did get. I think the first time I used a computer, uh, like a in, the internet, was at school, mm. and immediately got in trouble for pornography. <laughs> uh, what did you type? My password for the school computer, because back then no one really cared about password security. It wasn't no. really, like we didn't know it was going to be an issue, mm. so we were just handing out our passwords to our mates, being like, "Oh, it's it's Chiefs, that's my password." But then I got called <laughs> Is into it still that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's we have had that now, problem right? on the podcast before. <laughs> No, um, yeah, so I got called into the headmaster's office and they printed out all the pages I looked, <gasps> supposedly looked at. So they printed out all this pornography and, and they put it out all on the table and they're like, is this what you like? Is this what you want to do on the school computers? Oh my God, I can't believe they printed it. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. and I was like, what? I was like, when did I look at that? And they said, this is the, these are the times. And I was like, I've, I was in class at all of those times. These were free periods when my friends were using my password. Oh. To look up pornography, so... And the printing it out. Yeah. (laughs) Could they have not just said? No, no, because back then they needed evidence, didn't they? They needed to pop it back then. (laughs) 
back in the day, guys, evidence was actually a thing. Uh, but that's what's funny, though, is that that's a prime example of digital and analogue mm. happening at the same time. So, so the evidence was on the computer, but they, couldn't, but they had to they print couldn't it. Figure it out. <laughs> They've got to take it home. <laughs> in a Lever Arch file somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I'll come back to haunt me. Yeah. Um, so you uh, so you spent your formative years in Bath. Yeah. So you grew up in Bath. Yeah. How much, on a scale of one to ten, do you hate coach loads of tourists from South Wales? <laughs> it's not them I hate. Oh. oh. I didn't even know that that many coming from South Wales. Oh, every PTA Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. always. And I was a student in Bath, and I would be oh, walking yeah. through in, like, November, December, and they'd yeah. like the someone like, oh, they're from Neath. <laughs> <laughs> no, Taking don't. something back. <laughs> no, we'd only ever complain about the Spanish. This what? <laughs> no, no, right. <laughs> So I lived in my yeah. first year in town, yeah. and the block called John Wood Court, one of the sides of it was right next to the coach park, right. and from about April onwards, all the people who lived on that side of the block got really sick of the coach loads of people pouring out school children mm. from across the European Union, yeah. all of whom without fail, walk past the building, always singing, Hey, baby! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, is, there is no part of Europe where that song did not penetrate and penetrate hard. Um, <laughs> so I do know what you mean. There's, there's no need for the internet when you've got children spreading around the world. <laughs> but, but why the Spanish spe- specifically? Um, I think it was because they were so noticeable, because they all had the exact same brand of bag. <laughs> which is from their tour operator oh. uh, I can't remember the exact I think they still have them so Spanish school children are easy to identify and therefore a soft target <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, get them get them I say this has taken quite the turn yeah well this is a, it's a, it's a free speech podcast <laughs> um, so to just get a sense for you as a Xenio mm. did you understand what was happening in the film of Super Mario Brothers Ooh, what <laughs> I haven't seen it. When did that come out? Oh, I haven't. Right. Oh, the live action. This is interesting because I haven't seen it either. So I'm wondering, were we a bit old for it? When did it come out? It would have come out around 92, 93. Didn't we hear Super Mario Brothers film? Do you understand what happened? (laughs) No. 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 No, I think we should do a DVD commentary with just like a sort of lengthy apology. What was it? Is Mario versus Wario, I guess? It was sort of set in a dystopian world where a man with two tongues tried to capture Bob Hoskins using a little bomb. Oh, Bob Hoskins was playing... Into a lizard or something. Into a wizard? He evolved them into a lizard. Did you work on it? <laughs> I've never heard anyone with this much insight into it. I am Bob Hoskins. <laughs> So you, we, we can't get any no idea what's happening. I'm, I'm really glad. No, no, no. I'm glad that this means we don't have to talk about it because I have no but idea I what do, it is. But I do, in a way, want to know more about it. Do you? I will oh, want to know. Is it based on the games? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's, that's <laughs> Did you help anything become a Christmas number one? <laughs> no, I forgot. Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't. No. Oh. Never. What, how, how did we help? As in... Did you buy? No, I never. I mean, I don't expect you did the PR. No, no, no. no. I I barely, I barely bought any music because I just tape it off other people. Yeah. 
yeah. the good old days. Yeah, of course. Right, I see. So home taping is killing music. Yeah, That's yeah. Your, uh... <laughs> it was so expensive, wasn't it? It was like fifteen quid yeah. for an album. I'm yeah, like, I haven't got the money. No. It was so did you tape anything? Did Did you hamper anything becoming a Christmas number one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I no. The only single I ever taped was House of Pain's Jump Around. Oh, what a song! <laughs> but I got it. <laughs> I got it. I taped it wrong and I only got the B-sides oh no so I only got the remixes unfortunately like the drum and bass remix <laughs> always a drum and bass remix on those B-sides god that was a, a school disco favourite yeah it's great absolutely yeah. banger everyone yeah. just jumping yeah <laughs> knocking teachers over it was great I didn't even know the, the rappers in it were Irish until are they? Right. yeah <laughs> The House of Pain, yeah, is their Irish. Uh, you oh, well, you couldn't Boston, tell. Boston, there's lots of shamrocks over it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so did you? Have oh, sorry, they did a song called Top of the Morning. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the Morning. That's to too you. That subliminal was, sorry, for yeah, me. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Okay. <laughs> Please, yeah. Wow. Did you have a sixth form leavers event? And did a teacher get fired? Uh, <laughs> we all have a story like that. We did have a sixth form leavers event. Uh, teacher didn't get fired, but I was in charge of it, and I was very much <laughs> n- not welcome. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I basically, I was, I was on the sixth form committee, so I had to organise it, uh. and we did it in the in the pump rooms in in Bath. In the oh. Bath. And I organised coaches from our school down to there. And this is quite a boring story now. <laughs> uh, Do you know what? I've never met him, but you're turning into your dad. <laughs> of course, the, the best coaches were JVA coaches at the time. Uh, no, they, I, I ordered too many coaches, basically. It was just me and my mates on a 50-seater. Uh, going, the, going about, about a mile down the road. And then we got into the pump rooms, and the whole school was banned after that because somebody, not saying who... Uh, stood on a radiator and broke it and flooded the place. Oh. So that was our that was our leavers ball. Was that you? No. no. I think it might have been him. I think it might have been No one knows who it was. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Did any teachers go to it? Uh, no, I think there was only ever one incident of a teacher being at a leavers party, and then I think they snogged one of the students. The so, fact that yeah. you led with that story with the word incident <laughs> <laughs> suggested it wasn't going to end well. I'm going to just do a quick. As a cheer, um, give us a cheer if you know of a teacher getting in trouble after a sixth form leavers do. It's definitely a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, have you? No. Yeah, I'll ask this. Have you ever been made redundant? Uh, no, I've been told to leave, though. <laughs> and it's a thin line. <laughs> it, isn't it? <laughs> redundancy, no, that was very much a 90s thing, wasn't it? Well, I mean, it happens now, but everyone was getting made redundant. Yeah, yeah, and like Gareth and I were both made redundant oh, really? yeah. with the uh, 2008 recession. Is this a zennial thing? Yeah, we know? think so. Anyone here been made redundant? <laughs> it's because yeah, you graduated, you went brilliant, the world of work, and the world of work went, nope. no. <laughs> so, no. So you never, you've never been... I've barely held down a job. Oh, <laughs> right. You know, I've, not, I've sort of jumped around from jobs. I've never really had uh, a career that I could be made redundant from. What was the last thing you did before embarking on comedy? Uh, I spent three weeks working at the Daily Express. Oh! Yeah, uh, compiling out of copyright photos of glamour models for the Daily Star website. 
So, so your training from using a school computer came in very yeah. handy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, this does relate actually to another question on our list, mm. which from the off the back of the Daily Express. Uh, do you remember what, where you were when Diana died? Yeah, I was in Malaysia. Oh. Do you know yeah, what? I, I genuinely, before you go on, mm. I love this, right? Because we ask this from every yeah, guest, no, and instantly. Yeah. Everyone, like you didn't even take a breath there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew instantly where you were. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it was. Proceed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was in Malaysia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. On holiday? Uh, my dad, again, was working out there, so I went to stay with him for a summer. Another um, bloody dog. Another bloody <laughs> No, he got made redundant and then went moved out, moved out there for a bit oh. to work there. But yeah, so it happened there, but uh, no one really cared, really. Oh, oh yeah, was it not? Because it wasn't like the, I was away from all the outpouring of grief. So did you come back and find that a nation had changed? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think there was still, like, it was still the after effects. Of it. Maybe the funeral was when I got back. Uh, right. Uh, after was... effects is very strange. But <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 weirdly, I do know what you mean. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, not really because as, as children, well, we were like maybe I think what well, it was ninety seven, wasn't yeah. it? So I was sixteen then. Um, no, we were at, the, at that point. We were just gearing up to start sixth form, so we were like excited about other stuff. We had mm. we had this is the first time girls would be allowed into the school, so we were like this is probably. There's <laughs> a go. definite theme. Uh, <laughs> 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 sure, sure. Um, <laughs> were you in contention for the Olympics? Me. Yeah. Yes. No. <laughs> no were you were you excited about the Olympics? Did you did your dad build a build a dish? No, we had we had, <laughs> we had the Bath had the Junior Olympics one year. So it's like the sort of like student Olympics. Oh, like an it's an official thing. It's an official thing. Yeah, but really really low key. Uh, so we got free tickets to go and see that, but it was just terrible. <laughs> it, was just, it was pretty boring. Sounds it. Yeah. It was, yeah. That ring, that weirdly, that rings a bell that yeah. in the student radio station that I used to do stuff in, we found all this stuff that had been carefully preserved. Where, oh, it's when the Junior Olympics happened. Yeah. And you go, no one will care. <laughs> <laughs> it's been, it's safely preserved. <laughs> no, 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 the Olympics were never, I think it was more... Football, like Euro 96 was the big one for us the oh did you, and did you go to any of the every single game it was great did you because it, it was underage drinking so you could just about slip into bars and pubs it was the first experience of being out with adults mm. and drinking with adults and pretending you're an adult and doing what you think adults do it was yeah that was, that was the first and did you time. go to any of the gate like the, the, oh, the actual sounds no so you just really embraced the lifestyle. <laughs> really embraced going to the Forum and Firkin. Uh, Did you ever throw a patio chair at a window? Uh, that's my main. <laughs> that's my main memory of that. Stole a, stole a cat once after a night uh, watching after watching the Man United um, when they won the Champions League, and we went on a rampage in our local area. Uh, stole plant pots and uh, we got back to the friend's house where we were watching it and there was a load of pots in it, <laughs> loads of other people's plant pots in his living room and then one cat just crawled out and he was like, yeah. he was like where's this cat come from and someone was like I thought it was, it was your cat <laughs> I took it from next door that's one of the most wow. bath stories I've ever heard yes. it's like, we went on the rampage and we stole a load of plant pots <laughs> <laughs> 
Going on the rampage in Bristol is a very different beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Ooh, did you use Video Plus? Yeah. Yeah, Video Plus was great. So anyone who doesn't know what Video Plus was, it was when suddenly the Radio Times brought out these um, digits by each of the programmes that were coming out, and all you had to do on your remote to record them was to type in these digits. I genuinely thought that it was magic. I didn't understand that there was a whole system behind it. Very smart. Yeah, Yeah. it's great. Yeah, I I used it a lot. I used it to... um, Record like uh, red shoe diaries uh, <laughs> after my parents have gone to sleep because then it starts whirring away in the background. And then if you're still up with your parents and it starts whirring away recording pornography on Channel 5 because they didn't know how to use the video because they'd be no. yeah, and they'd be like, What's going on there? I'd be like, oh, I think it's just resetting itself. <laughs> Because, <laughs> yeah, my parents would never learn how to use the video machine, so no. it was always up to me to figure it out. There's, there's something about boomers that, from a very early age, they already thought, do you know what, I'm not going to bother, I'll yeah. be dead soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was when they were in their 30s. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's been my yeah. mum's attitude since she was 30. It's like, well, like, there's no point me getting a mobile phone or starting internet banking, or getting an email address, because I'll be dead soon. But then we're gonna, we're all going to get to that stage soon, aren't we? Do you know what I think? I don't know what the next thing is going to be for me where I just like give up, but it's coming. <laughs> Whatever it is. It's, it's, I reckon it'll probably be Oculus Rift or something. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not putting that on my head. <laughs> no, I was talking to someone in the courtyard earlier today about the podcast, yeah. and about where they were when Diana died, and your, yeah. your story of the video. He went, yeah, I remember I was when Diana died. Because I was up watching Eurotrash. Oh, yes. And, and, and the message scrolled up at the bottom of the screen that Dan had been injured. In oh, my God. God. And then he thought it was disrespectful to keep watching Eurotrash. <laughs> so it turned over to the news. Oh, wow. So, you are, I believe, making a show all about cryptocurrency. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask about We wanted to ask about this because, um, first question, how are they paying you? (laughs) (laughs) How much faith have you got in it? Fiat. (laughs) Insisted on pounds, thank you. Uh, Yeah, just just pounds. Because we were wondering um, is the enthusiasm for cryptocurrency, is that a Xenial thing? uh, From what you've seen, is it something where. People our age, yeah. mostly, are the ones going, yeah, I believe in this. I, I thought it was a lot younger, but you can't really tell because it's also anonymous. Um, I think, yeah, there's a lot of people... I think people our age are inter- inter- interested in it, essentially end up having a bit of authority in it just because they're a bit older. Mm. But it's the younger people making a lot of money out of it. Because right. when we started talking about this, I was wondering if maybe being brought up during the Thatcher period where you had yuppies mm. and it's all very money driven and we often talk about how we had fun facts as kids so it's basically trying to enable kids to have filofaxes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and you know become business people of, of the future Yeah, I wondered if there was an element of that that maybe there's an undercurrent of, of Thatcher driving oh <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I know what you mean I think it's more the it's, it's weird, because I think when, when we were growing up, it wasn't that easy to get rich. Mm. It was like, the only way you could become suddenly and quickly rich was like, obviously when the lottery came in, that was a big thing. Yeah. But before that, you'd have to find something in the loft. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'd have to take it out. That's the only way you'd come into a big windfall. Yeah. But there was an expectation that yeah. you should 
yeah. somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember growing up thinking, well, I'll be rich at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I did as well. I think I did as well. Yeah, and but look at us now. Just <laughs> following the money here, aren't we? <laughs> but I think it's probably the mindset hasn't changed, but the world's changed so quickly. Mm. Like, it probably is easier now than ever it ever has been to make a lot of money. Because everything's connected by the internet, you've got your access to so many other markets, so much other other people's money. But we still think, oh, we ought to save up for tomorrow, or mm. we ought to like not spend as much. But whereas, like in crypto, what I've learned is it, it it actually makes sense to be incredibly stupid mm. and just very bold. Okay, um, I'm going to show a bit of my stupidity now um, because I would very much like you to explain Bitcoin to me. I don't know what it is. Oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> No one knows what is, it doesn't matter. So does that mean There's, that I'm as well no, you're equipped in a good, to... Yeah, you're in a okay. great position. I think great. people that over... Not overthink it, but try and understand it probably won't do as well as the people who just pile into it. <gasps> it's, it's, it's This such is my weird, chance. Yeah. They have, there's a meme that's all throughout crypto Twitter, which is it's called the midwit meme, and it has, it's the IQ graph with the, the bell curve, and it's the people on the stupid end and the very clever end who do very well, and the people in the middle who overthink it and never do anything. And, and that's kind Interesting. of... Yeah. Where do you put yourself on that curve? The very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm definitely in the middle. I'm definitely like, I try and think about things and I try and understand them, but it actually does me no good. There's an element that, we've talked about this a lot, that it feels like for a few years, I mean, this happens to every generation, but millennials are like, we're in charge of what's going to be a hit or yeah, not. Yeah. So mobile phones, we were on board. Yeah. Let's get on board. Mini discs, we didn't take two. <laughs> they sort of went their own way. Beatles about, we tolerated. Kids <laughs> <laughs> carried on. <laughs> so it's an element of like, is Bitcoin the next thing where maybe we could be the kingmakers and go, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll oh, make maybe. this happen. Yeah, yeah. Because if we'd, if we'd been... if I, <laughs> I think... Was it the Apple? You put the iPod up. IPod. Yes, Nish Kumar picked the iPod for oh, his right, choice. Okay. Yes, there's been two huge, like, annoying facts in my life. The first one is instead of buying that iPod, I should have bought Apple shares because that, <laughs> that three or four hundred dollars would now be worth like a hundred and fifty grand or something, or even more. Or and also the other one is like if I just bought Bitcoin when I started doing comedy, if I put like a thousand pounds in, I'd be a, a billion. I'd be a billionaire now. Hello. <laughs> oh sorry you would have been right? I, would, would have been, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that answered your question I, I can't remember what the question was well <laughs> um, the next question I had and I don't yeah. think this now fits is is the zenial love of cryptocurrency related to our enthusiasm for pyramid schemes yeah. and MLM marketing <laughs> have we got enthusiasm for pyramid schemes well they felt like quite a big deal in the yeah. 90s didn't they there was one in South Wales called <laughs> am I getting in trouble to explain a pyramid scheme <laughs> there was one and it was called something like women helping women and it was everyone yeah. put 500 pound in and then you had to convince five friends to put 500 pound in oh, and it went yeah, to yeah, like yeah, that yeah. and that like that the, the funny thing with that one is that like you're not even selling anything no you're just asking <laughs> <you're> just, <laughs> just those, was it those chain letters that you'd be like yes send so, oh. person 20 quid yeah, or something yeah. Like that. so we were <laughs> send the last five people 20 quid or something yeah if so them, it yeah. was really funny because until Gareth mentioned the chain letters and I'd completely forgotten about chain letters but in the 90s it was such a big thing you'd get a chain letter in school someone would leave one in your bag yeah and it would say if you don't pass this letter on to so many people you know something awful will happen I remember my mum having to have a sit down 
down with me (laughs) to talk me through the fact that I should be sucked in by this and nothing bad will happen. It was like a big deal. Yeah, because, I mean, guaranteed to trigger OCD, isn't it? Yeah. If you get... I, I'm quite. Did, did anyone here take part in the chain letter craze of the nineties? Yeah. Yeah. It's usually girls. Did you do it? it? <laughs> did you send one? Did, and did, did it carry on? Do you what do you mean one? It's chain letter. <laughs> yeah, sent, <laughs> did you make money? And <laughs> did you know it was like a proper scam? No, no, I didn't, and I learned that this week. Hang on, what do you mean? So what I learned, I didn't know this, is that the big chain letter that caused all the fuss asked you to send it to five people and also send one letter to the originator to let them know that the chain letter was still going. Yes. And they collected a database of suckers. <coughs> oh. Yeah. I didn't, know. <laughs> I didn't know this. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, like... Did you write yours in Welsh? <laughs> <laughs> Because you no. might be safe. No, because because chain letters was very much an English thing. Mm, yeah. No, yeah. that was the that which was made it bad. Oh, <laughs> I think that was my most main concern. <laughs> Five letters in English. <laughs> yeah, that was the, oh. that was the scam. That was the scam. They were collecting a list of people who then oh, they could right. tap up for other other things. Did you get tapped up for anything else? Uh. No, but I'm in Canada. So it, 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 oh, everyone's Canada. lovely in Canada. Yeah, yeah. No one's, no one's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> so no. it's like an early violation of GDPR. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, making, it's, uh, <laughs> it's basically making a database of because I I remember writing my letters and leaving for my mum to post and then <laughs> going to throw something in the bin and finding them all ripped up in the bin. <laughs> And I was like, what's the name? <laughs> she remembers like spyware. And, yeah. <laughs> and my mum said something like, oh, somebody phoned me and told me that they're bad. I don't know what she said, they're bad. But I was like, okay. But the one to Santa, and she's like, still cool. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, we should move on to talk about the dome, shouldn't we? We should talk about the, the dome. dome. So, as we have explained, there is a dome in which we are filling with items that represent the Xenial experience. And we're wondering what you would like to place into the Xenial dome. Okay. Uh, I've got an item. Um, if, once it goes in the dome, will it be burnt forever? Or will I have access? Oh, no, the dome's a positive. Oh, good. Okay. Oh. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> no, 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 no. The dome is very much an exhibition Great. that we will invite people in to. Lovely. Yeah. And people will marvel at it. Yeah. And go, God, look at the way they live. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got an item. It's, um, it's what I used to spend every Saturday afternoon doing with my friends. We'd go down to HMV and we'd have a look at that um, poster rack <laughs> that you flip through and you find yes. all the posters of like uh, like a cat hanging off a branch going oh shit <laughs> and, uh, like, the cat, like the cat you sew the cat you going oh shit get me out of here uh, that it would be that it would be like the no fear posters it would be all the posters that you're supposed to put up in your, in your room yeah as a kid basically the, the tennis player tennis showing player her bum her ass, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, um, there's a real like ASMR thing about those yeah, flipping the through. thing because I can feel and 
There'd be air blowing out, so as one would move, there'd be like a gust of air, like with that. Yeah. Oh, it really. And then the yeah. one you want, you look down, and there's there they all are. Yeah, rolled in up tubes, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So every Saturday, yeah. you looked at these posters. Yeah. What was the state of your room like at home? <laughs> <laughs> there are posters in my room. I managed to like get enough, <laughs> scrape together enough coins to buy. I think a No Fear poster. Mm. Man, climbing, climbing, man climbing a, rot, a sheer rock face and he said no fear <laughs> just, just the inspo you know inspo. Uh, <laughs> I think it was that and um, I think I got a uh, a London calling I nice. think it would be album covers I never bought the album never listened to it <laughs> this is what I was supposed to like it was basically posters of stuff you're supposed to like yeah uh, it was just a basically pre-made taste for you, basically. Mm. Wasn't yeah, it? Go, this is what I am into. This is it right yeah. now. Choose one of these things, and you. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Uh, and <laughs> you don't have to decide anything. It's all done for you. So once you've picked your two, but you still went to look in case things might change. Oh, <laughs> well, you go with other people, give them advice. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, get the other No Fear poster because you don't want to be the same well, one as me. Well, I guess it's similar to, like, so teenagers now would sit around on a Saturday afternoon flipping through memes. I'm imagining flipping through memes. <laughs> flipping through memes. Choosing their, their favourite memes. Oh, my God. That's, that's something my mum would say. <laughs> What are deciding which meme they'll put on their wall? <laughs> no, nobody looks at anyone else's phone. You just send it to their phone, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I just mean that you would be there going through TikTok or whatever. Oh, right. But yeah. that's our it'd be, version yeah, it'd be like of sharing, TikTok. Yeah, it'd be like sharing the thing you're into. Yeah. yeah. But they still have to pick one to put on their wall. No yeah. one's going, I really like that TikTok. I'm going to put that on my wall. Surely young people still have posters. What do young is, people put on their walls? This is the wrong room to ask. What do you Hang on, no, there's, there's two young people here. I'm oh, oh, you look very good for your eyes. Yeah, gleaming. Never take me off. Yeah. <laughs> you look like the sort of person who'd have a poster on their wall. It's <laughs> very strange. <laughs> I bet young people just put art on their walls now. Oh, Dweebs, God. man. <laughs> NFTs. <laughs> How do you stick an NFT on your wall? Well, uh, you can actually buy frames. Oh. Electric, electronic ones. I don't understand. Well, no, no one does. No so one does. I'm now interested in the poster life for Sunil Patel. The poster so life. So you've, you've got your, you, as, a, as a youngster, you've got your No Fear poster yeah, yeah, yeah. and... and, and when you went to university, did these come with you, or did you oh, go? Ah, oh, we need to reinvent myself here. It's a Coldplay poster. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember what I put up at university. I think it was like in halls. I put nothing up. It was just a bleak, bleak room uh, with a single bed in it. I just gave up on the room eventually. Uh, and then as I moved into student accommodation, I bet I put up stuff that would be. I bet I put up music stuff because I'd be like, I'm really into music now. You know, when mm. you sort of like change, you, you're like, I'm a new person now. Let's have a go. So I put up like hip hop posters and stuff. Um, I put <laughs> NWA. <laughs> <laughs> this is me now. Because yeah, it, <laughs> it is—it's just signalling, isn't it? It's like you put them up so when people come around, they're like, "Okay, I know what—I know what's going to happen here." <laughs> what is going to happen? Here? He's going to play that music. <laughs> That's the only CD he's got. Okay. Yeah. What did you? What, what did you have on your walls growing up? And it. Um, as a teenager, yeah. a lot of horse posters. I love horses, still do. Just random horses? Yeah. Or just really great horses? Just good. Very sexy horses. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a foal. And then at, at university, did that. 
Oh, I wasn't taking my pony post to see her. <laughs> I wanted boys to like me, not. <laughs> Imagine taking. Imagine taking someone home yeah. to your student accommodation after a night out, and they walk in, and there's a palomino on the wall. <laughs> we all know what's going to happen here. <laughs> No, when I went to university, it was more like photos of friends and stuff. So friends I'd left in school. Yeah. But actually, I still haven't really talked to any of them since. <laughs> Do you know what it was? Roughly the time I went to uni was when IKEA became a thing. Yes. So suddenly we discovered framing. And we yeah. could buy posters in frames. <laughs> so you'd, get the Ikea, you'd get the IKEA like New York scene. Yeah. That was a big favourite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. Well, I can't remember when Cardiff got its um, IKEA, but it wasn't when I was. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yes, you're right. I remember going. I dated someone in London, and we went to an IKEA. Yeah, 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 yeah. So dog. glamorous. Hot <laughs> dog and an ice cream. Yeah. Uh, and 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 because we've started this poster thing, I want to absolutely like make sure we. <laughs> and now posters in in current accommodation is no, is it still no? You simply cannot have posters up. As an adult? No, no, no. Oh. In I frames, thought... yeah, but not... Oh, in frames, Not yeah. blue And do you have a poster in a frame? I haven't got anything on my walls at the moment. I've put it all Is in the main... All right? I've got, <laughs> I've got, I've, I've got some artwork up in the living room. I, I now call it artwork rather than posters. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what changes. Yeah. yeah I've, yeah, I've got... I, actually, I haven't moved that far away from ponies because in, in my kitchen I've got a poster of a sheepdog trial. Post, poster? <laughs> I was in like dating. There was a poster like a... for a sheepdog trial oh, okay. in my village. Is it and I bought one. Is it a photo or a painting? Um, it's a painting. Oh, it's very nice, yeah. but it's still advertising sheepdog trials. Right. <laughs> <laughs> says a lot. <laughs> I know what's going to happen here. <laughs> That's my new cash phrase. <laughs> and it makes no sense. <laughs> I've recently been given a photo of my great grandfather killing a pig. Um, how, how's, how's, he, how's he killing it? Thoroughly. <laughs> struggling. It's str- <laughs> so, <laughs> this, is, this is true. Um, so I always knew that my great-grandfather yeah. uh, from North Wales... You didn't need that. Oh, they, no, no, hang on. But that helps explain a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, my grandfather... If you ask him what his earliest memory is, it's uh, his dad hitting a pig on the snout with a hammer. <laughs> That's, how you did. That's how they did it. Yeah, well, so my grandfather says his earliest memory was he remembers going down to see the pigs and he knew that his great that his dad had pigs. And he went there and there were the pigs and obviously he's quite little and he's like, oh, this is nice. And my great-grandfather apparently said to my grandfather, who was like five at the time, hold my coat, held the coat, got a hammer, and went, bump. And my grandfather dropped the coat and ran home crying. <laughs> wow. That's just about the only story I know about my great-grandfather. That's it. About a year ago, my mum said, oh, I've got some photos of your great-grandfather. And I was like, this will be interesting. <laughs> Photo, him, dead pig on a slab. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> cleaver in hand. <laughs> And I went to my brother's the other day, and he's put it up in his kitchen. So. <laughs> Imagine coming across that in HMV. Yeah. 
Well, if this is what they want us to do to now, I mean, who am I to argue? The other thing that we've not got on our wall in our house, because we bought, and this then felt like a very bad idea, was, um, so, in the Cold War, the Soviet Union sent spies to map Britain, and I've bought a map of our area, like, in Russian, and it's a Russian Ordnance Survey map of the area in which I live, so that the Russians could know which bits of London to bomb. And I got that because I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And I'd say a year ago, it was quirky. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's back in the roll. Because we're trying to sell the flat. (laughs) And this just, you know, it's it's a statement, isn't it? Oh god! So yeah, so that we've had to like retire the big Russian poster. But you can, yeah, that's a thing you can buy. Search for the Red Atlas online. <laughs> okay, you're, you're revealing a bit too much. <laughs> so the way this works is that we have uh, some questions. They're either ors, yeah. and we just want your gut reaction. We don't need to think about these too much. Okay. So we'll fire through them as fast as we can, and we just want something. This needs to come from the heart, not the head. Not the gut. The gut. The gut. The, <laughs> the gut. The not gut the, the I don't know what. The, not the, the gut or, or the groin. I'm sorry. No. no. Uh, Shall I start? Yeah. Brittany or Christina? Brittany. Noel's House Party or Bruce Forsyth's Generation Noel's House Party. Mario or Luigi? Mario. Children's BBC or CITV? Children's BBC. Country House or Roll With It? Don't know what they are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Country House is a blue song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, um... Country House. Uh, fat Lairs or Three Lions? <laughs> three Lions. <laughs> <laughs> no, Fat Lairs. Fat Lairs. <laughs> fat Lairs. I don't know from which part of your body that came from. But... <laughs> <laughs> Saved by the Bell or California Dreams? Saved by the Bell. Uh, freed Hostage, Terry Waite, or Freed Hostage, <laughs> Thomas Sutherland? Oh, Terry Waite. <laughs> Terrible. I'm sorry, that was one of mine. <laughs> I love, genuinely, like the 90s was very big for hostages. Yeah, it was. Well, no. Doesn't happen anymore, does no, it? Doesn't. Shame. <laughs> Shame. Uh, live Aid or Live Eight? Oh, Live Aid. Dr. Martins or Kickers? Uh, kickers. Bath or Bristol? <laughs> uh, Bath. Machanleth or Aberystwyth? Machanleth. Panicking. Yeah, I'd say any does any of them cause you any sort of like chronic pain as you sort of or surprise you as you said them? Um Fat Les surprised me. Uh, I surprised myself on that one. I just remember the name and it brought back some joy. It was the Vindaloo. Yes, that was it. Yeah, yeah. yeah 96 again, yeah, yeah. Yes. Great summer that. <laughs> yeah, not for us. Um <laughs> We've all seen Top Gear, right? (laughs) Don't build it up too much. You explain it. I'm going to start. I don't know. Um, Section 5 Nintendo. Star in a reasonably priced go kart. (laughs) So basically. (laughs) I feel like I, we should do something while he's... Uh, I, I just feel incredibly tense at the idea of having to play Super Mario Kart now. It's a real... It'll come back to you, I imagine. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. It's... Um, <laughs> <a> whole... 
Because I played um, I played GoldenEye um, about a year ago, yeah, having not played it for years. Did that come back to you? Yes. It didn't come back to me. Oh. I really struggled with the amount of really? buttons on the controller. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. The one I really remember, though, was the... There was an Olympics game, I think on the Master System. Yeah. And that was like a square... Like a keypad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I used to get a blister yeah. on the palm of my trying hand. Trying to rub two buttons at the same time. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting, <laughs> yeah. A, getting a towel. Get a towel really in. trying yeah. to win at the swimming <laughs> and getting a blister <laughs> on my hand. It was the Winter Olympics games I remember. Oh, enjoyed. I love the Winter Olympics one. ones. Yeah, 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 they were great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I haven't played a proper computer game in ages. Do you think you'd get addicted to it quite easily? No, because I think now they're like, I just, I just don't have the attention span for them anymore. Right. You really have to have nothing else to do sometimes <laughs> to play some of these games endlessly. Yeah. Mario Kart is still an amazing game though. Yeah. But you do need other people to play. I'm an only child, so I didn't have anyone to play these games oh. with. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's the thing, because if you're an only child now, you can play with people exactly. in Vita, oh, you know. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so this is it. So if we could all, like, cheer and encourage Seville as he tries to get the fastest lap he can. What we'll do, we're going to have a... The plan is, is that every time we do a live show, we're going to get people to play this round and we'll then have a leaderboard. So you're setting the pace here. We're going to record your fastest lap and this will be what everyone then has to beat from this point on. So here we are. This is the first round. This is, for those playing along at home, this is the mushroom. (laughs) Oh, here we are. Right, you've got your eye in now. This is looking pretty good. Yeah. Here we go. And this is this the There we go. So for the benefit of the tape, the time to beat for future guests is 1459. For this particular circuit. For this particular, but we'll always use this circuit. You've set the precedent here. <laughs> No, I think it's, that's what Sunil wanted. I think it's good. <laughs> I believe it's absolutely everything. Thank you so oh, much yeah. for joining Brilliant. us on our first every ever Zenial Dome. Um, please say thank you very much to Sunil Patel. was Sunil Patel live at the McCuntleth Comedy Festival. Thank you very much to Sunil for coming down and taking part and a splendid time was had by all, I think. Oh, it was great because I, I think we were both kind of aware that it was our first live show and we didn't know how it was going to go but it turned out so nicely and like I loved the fact that we could do it to an audience and it, I mean, let's face it, an audience of Zenials. <laughs> an audience of Zenials. Um, I was surprised how bad my commentary was. I actually thought I did all right at that. And then when I heard the edit back, I was like, oh, no, no, no. I thought it was all right. But by that point, I was so excited and high on adrenaline. I probably wasn't listening. That's what a Super Nintendo, that's what happens when you put a Super Nintendo in a room, to be honest. Um, if you like the sound of that, if you are coming to the Mechelpleth Comedy Festival and you want to be present for our second live show, then tickets are currently available for the Zenial Dome live with Ria Lena as our guest, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is happening on the Sunday of the festival, which is the... 
30th? The 30th of April at 6 o'clock. Fantastic. So come along um, and I'm going to give everyone who comes a free copy of Q magazine dated between October 2000 You're and August 2003. You're making me sound really stingy now. Like I feel I should bring something. Oh, no, 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 no. I, will, I have enough Q magazines <laughs> for everyone. They'll be doubling up on them. They really will. Don't worry. You'll all be leaving with several copies of Tom York's face. Um... We should say that if you want to get in touch with the show, you can. You can email us on thezenialdome at hotmail.com. You can send us a message on Instagram, or you can tweet us at mm-hmm. the Zenial Dome, which yeah. is what is that what you're looking at now? Yeah, people are tweeting us. Um, Claire Vaughan um, said that she was listening to Izzy Sutty's episode and said that she had a Ratatouille-style flashback um, when we were talking about Let the Blood Run Free. Um, she says she used to watch it really late at night with her brother and had entirely forgotten about it, but loved that show. Oh, that's, that's what I love doing, though, is reminding people of stuff that they may have forgotten. Like, it's, it's in there somewhere, isn't it's it? It's in there I didn't know Let the Blood Run Free, but everything... I've read about it. It sounds like a lot of fun. So I'm pleased I'm pleased we're uh, providing this service. Also, thank you to the quiet room in the back of a public building where we have hidden and recorded the links for this week's episode. It's incredible what microphones will get you into. Yeah. Um, we're, we're not going to say what building it is because we'll get in a lot of trouble. But we're in Cardiff. We're in a public building. We walked in with microphones and just set up in a conference room. And people have come in and nodded to us as if to go, yep, don't worry, we won't disturb you. Yeah, people who work here. Yeah. Um, we are getting away with murder thanks to these two microphones. So thank I, you. I, I, wouldn't, I genuinely wonder how much it would cost to hire this room. Oh, we have today, because <laughs> we've done quite a lot of work. That's such a good point. We've done quite a lot of work in this room today, <laughs> literally just by the virtue of me having an XLR cable and two microphones. <laughs> thank you very much for listening to this week's episode. Uh, we will be back next week where we will be joined by Zeniel Henry Widdicombe, the brains behind the Machantleth Comedy Festival and the Aberystwyth Comedy Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, so join us then. Until then, goodbye. Bye. Bye.